Welcome to the Delightful Dreamers podcast, where we will be talking about all things sleep, parenting, and more. I'm your host, Nicole, and I am glad you are here. It's episode two of the Delightful Dreamers podcast, and I'm your host, Nicole, your certified pediatric sleep consultant. Today, we are going to talk about bedtime with toddlers. This is a topic that was requested, and it is one I like to talk about a lot. Bedtime with toddlers can be hard, so if this is something you're struggling with, know that you are not alone. Something that I want to touch on when talking about sleep and toddlers is I feel like a lot of times struggles with toddler sleep aren't talked about. I know personally when my daughter was a toddler and we were struggling with sleep, I felt like there was something wrong with us. Like we should have had it figured out already. Why was she still waking up at night? Why was bedtime hard? So I want you to know that if you are struggling with your toddler sleep, that you are not alone, and that these struggles are common. It is common for toddlers to be waking up at night. There are sleep progressions during the toddler years, struggles for independence, separation anxiety, growth spurts. All of these different things can impact sleep. So let's talk about some tips to help make bedtime with your toddler easier. One of my biggest tips to help make bedtime with your toddler easier is to have a consistent bedtime routine. This way, your child knows what to expect. And also, you know what to expect. When you have a consistent routine, the steps are predictable and it can limit fighting over the bedtime routine. So for example, I often hear at bedtime with toddlers that the toddler will start making lots of requests, asking for more things. So personally, from my experience, we had a routine and it was somewhat consistent, but there was some flexibility too. And we loved reading books and we started going through a phase when our daughter would just ask for more books, more books. She would get upset when we set that limit to say, no, no more books. It's time for bed. What helped us with this was to have consistency around books. We capped it to three books, and this was the rule. It was no longer up for debate. We talked about it with her. She would pick out her three books. If she asked for more books, we would look at the books we had read, count them together. We read three books. That's what we do at bedtime. Now it's time to get in your crib. That's just an example of how a bedtime routine can be helpful. Bedtime routines also are just a part of sleep hygiene that help our bodies know sleep is coming. So I really highly recommend them. Another tip to help with bedtime for toddlers, and it might seem unrelated, but it's to have some dedicated one-on-one time with your toddler during the day. So it's not directly at bedtime. It can be part of your bedtime routine, but it doesn't have to be. But it can help with the separation that occurs at bedtime. So when I say dedicated one-on-one time, what I mean is just having a chunk of time. It doesn't have to be a ton of time. It could be 10 to 15 minutes of one-on-one time where you are focused on your child, cutting out the distractions, you know, turning your phone off, not letting chores interrupt. I know how it can be. We sit down to play sometimes and I look around and I see the mess around and it's like, oh, let's pick this up first. 
But during this dedicated one-on-one time, we're not doing that. We are just spending time with our child, focused on them. It doesn't have to be sitting on the floor playing. It can just be something that both of you enjoy doing together. So it's just a time to really connect with your child. And this can help if there is separation anxiety at bedtime. And something else I like to do with this time, if possible, is to have it at a predictable time within the day. That way you can reference it. You could even give it a name. You know, we're having our special time, mommy-daughter time, whatever it is, and then you can refer to it. So I find this one-on-one time especially helpful, like I said, when there's separation anxiety going on, when there's bedtime stalling happening, because a lot of times when our kids are making requests for additional things at bedtime, they might not really want those additional things. They just want your attention. So something to consider and try. Some other strategies to help within the bedtime routine. I like to offer choices. A lot of times during the bedtime routine with toddlers, I hear that there's just power struggles and our kids are fighting every step of the routine. So offering choices can help with this power struggle. It can let our child have some control, but we are also making the ultimate decision. So for example, if your child is fighting putting on pajamas, You could lay out two pairs of pajamas that you have picked so they're appropriate for the temperature, whatever it might be, and then they can pick from those two. They get that control. They get that choice. So I find choices can be helpful where you can offer them. You don't have to have choices every step of the routine, but for certain things, I find it can be really helpful. And then a tool you can use for bedtime is an okay-to-wait clock. So if you aren't familiar with okay-to-wait clocks, these are a clock that gives our child a visual cue. So most of them light up and change colors based on when it's time to be asleep versus when it's time to be in bed. Some of the okay-to-wait clocks include a third option where they can change a different color when bedtime is coming near or when it's almost time to wake up. The okay to wait clock that I have for my daughter, it turns red at bedtime and then it turns green in the morning when it's time to get up. I find that these can be helpful because again, if your child is fighting bedtime, we can reference a clock. Our clock is red, it's time to be in bed. It's not just because we are saying so. These can also be helpful if your child's getting out of bed a lot or if they're waking up early in the morning, that they can look at the clock and see that it's red and it's still time for sleep. These can definitely take time for your child to get used to and for them to be effective. It's a topic I could talk a lot more about, but we'll just mention that there. And another tool that I like to use at bedtime with toddlers is a visual schedule. So a visual schedule of the bedtime routine is just pictures of each step of the routine. There's so many different ways that you can use them. You can have the pictures individually. I've had some families will print them out and put them on a keychain, and you can flip through the pictures. We have a sheet with each step of our routine, and it is in a little plastic casing that I got at the dollar store. That way we can use a marker and check them off and then erase the marker so we can use it again. I do have a free guide for a bedtime routine visual schedule. 
I will share the link for that in the show notes. And in that, I explain a lot more about how to use a visual schedule. Just a couple more things. So something to think about with our toddlers. There are a couple other factors that can impact bedtime. Screen time too close to bedtime can add to the overall bedtime struggle. So I like to start having a wind down time at least an hour before bedtime. Make sure the TV's off. Any screens are done for the day. Screen time can be stimulating and the transition away from screen time can be challenging. I know a lot of toddlers will get upset when the TV is turned off. So that can just set bedtime up to be harder. And also having screen time too close to bedtime can inhibit our body's ability to produce melatonin. And melatonin is a natural hormone that we produce, which helps us feel sleepy. So lots of reasons to limit screen time close to bedtime. And then with nutrition, we just want to think about the foods that are being consumed, especially in the hours leading up to bedtime. We want to avoid foods that contain added sugar or hidden caffeine. So those are some things to think about if bedtime has been challenging. And then the last thing I want to touch on is to pick a time that's best for your child. The best bedtime is going to vary from family to family and even from child to child. If the timing of bedtime is not right, that can make bedtime struggles harder. This is going to depend on what their nap schedule looks like. If they are napping, we want to make sure that there is enough awake time after their nap so that they are actually tired come bedtime. Also, if the timing of bedtime is off and your toddler is not tired enough, or if they're overtired, it's going to make the bedtime routine harder. So we want to make sure that bedtime is happening at a time that meets their needs and lets them get enough sleep during the night. These are some of my top tips to help with bedtime for toddlers. One of the main messages I want to share is if you are struggling with bedtime with your toddler, you are not alone. And if you are interested in support with sleep for your toddler, I'm here for you. I'll share the link in my show notes so that you can schedule your free discovery call. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this helpful. If you have- Until next time, I am wishing you and your family delightful dreams.